the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys. This is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I got a message from somebody, and all it said was, want to see something weird. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, of course, I did. Uh-huh. No explanation to it whatsoever, but apparently this is a thing that people send to people, which is just simply want to see something weird. Okay. So, go to Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. What you're about to watch is a brief snippet of a love scene. Okay. 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 Look up a show called Brand New Cherry Flavor. Brand new. Uh, yeah. Okay. Click on Brand New Cherry Flavor. Limited series. Yes. Okay. Okay. Click on episode four called Tadpole Smoothie. Episode, yeah. Episode four. Okay. And then fast forward exactly 35 minutes. Can I turn the volume up for this? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they maybe swear. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, I'll just but, have my hand on the lead yeah, button just Go ahead. Case. Go ahead. And again, somebody sent this to me and said, hey, want to see something weird? So it's a girl to and a guy. Her. And she's talking to a guy. Yeah, she's talking to a guy. She's looking like... Okay, she gets up. Serious right now. She gets up. She walks over to him. Mm-hmm. She's going up to him. I think they're going to kiss. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to kiss. Like I said, it's a love yeah. scene. Okay. She takes off. What the hell? Yeah. She takes off her robe. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? What? Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell is this? No! <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, yo, Shem, get in here, bro. Okay, Shem, you come in now. Oh, Shem, Shem, you come my in goodness. Okay, so again, again, go back. So it's uh, it's uh, Netflix, brand new Cherry Cola, episode four. Go to 35 minutes, exactly 35 minutes. Ready, Shem? Yep. Okay. I don't hear anything. Watch. Just, all you have to do is watch. Okay. Oh. What the hell is that on her side? Don't do it! Don't touch it! Don't say anything. Right? Yo, watch Okay. Okay. No! No, 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 Watch, 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 Okay, okay, okay. Maury, get in here. Maury, 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 come here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, 
right. Wait. Again, again, if you're just joining us, somebody sent me a link and all it said is, want to watch something weird. And they okay, said, go to Netflix, look up a show called Brand New Cherry Flavor, go to episode four and fast forward to exactly 35 minutes. Okay. okay? Maury, so, are you ready? I don't know. Okay. Watch this. Stand right here and get a closer look. Okay? She's taking off her shirt. Yeah. There's some. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. What the just, hell? Just watch. watch. Just watch. Wait. Oh! No. <laughs> Wait, you just killed. No, no, no. Watch. Watch. No more. Watch. Watch. No. Watch. Watch. Just keep watching. Keep watching. What did she do? No. Just watch. Oh my. <laughs> so again, again, the question is, you want to watch something weird? All you got to do is go to Netflix, go to search brand new cherry flavor, go to episode four called Tadpole Smoothie, and fast forward to exactly 35 minutes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What's going on? What up? Everybody good? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Oh, Whew. my God. Went the entire day uh, up until 30 minutes ago, thinking today was... Thursday. No, what a piss. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah. hate that. That's okay. I hate that. I know. It was what a letdown. 30 minutes ago. Wednesday. Huh? Today's Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. I know. What a letdown. That's no, okay. Why did you have stuff to do? Like, yeah, just my or schedule. Just, or my, just my days, for that weekend. My days were off. Yeah, looking forward to the weekend, but yeah. like my days were off. And I was like panicking a little bit. And when I got to work, I was rushing a bit because. Every day I have like a list of things that I need to get done for that day. Yeah. And I thought, crap, today's Thursday and there's all this stuff that I didn't finish yesterday, Wednesday. Oh, gotcha. That I need to now rush. But you oh, should so be relieved. Yeah, you found some time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm great. Oh, That's why okay. I'm not like, oh, I'm not pissed. Okay, Sit gotcha. back, have a coffee. Yeah, I'd, Maury, immediately. <laughs> Relax, don't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> have a whole other day. What <laughs> walks in here every day with two cups of coffee? No, yeah. no, no. One is a tea and one is a hot chocolate. What in the hell is going on with your hair today? <laughs> yeah. I don't it looks, know. It looks like you combed it with a boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to your head? What is going on Did with you? Did you fall down I, the stairs? I, I'll be a brutally honest with you and yeah. tell the truth. We'll, I, we'll take just straight up <laughs> honest. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to. This I is think, you know you know you know when somebody is a huge liar, right? <laughs> when they're about to say something so like so, like, blandly truthful, the liar will always say, let me be brutally honest. Because <laughs> it's inconceivable that it's it would the, yes. be anything other than just yeah. regular Okay, okay, regular more, talk. be brutally honest. So Hit us. Be brutally honest. I think I forgot to wash out part of the shampoo. Oh, God, brutally honest. <laughs> but, man, it looks, the mocha's right. It looks like you combed it with a boot. <laughs> Or a potato or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. And then fell down the stairs. It's all sticking up at the back. And thank yeah. God it's only Wednesday. You're going to need two more days to fix that. That's <laughs> a bad <laughs> Yeah, what happened to you, man? I don't know. I'm a mess today. Just today? <laughs> yeah, look at you.
<laughs> it looks like you slept in your car. Like, no, no joke. It really yeah. does. And then woke up and combed yeah. your hair with a boot. And yeah. then a potato. Yeah. And then you fell down the stairs. No, it, it looks like you've escaped captivity. Like, like you yeah. know when you see the guys on the news that, like, were locked up in somebody's basement for years and they find them and like, what the hell? This is a, That's what you look like. Sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you've been attached to a radiator for at least nine months. Oh, my God. <laughs> See it on wrist. <laughs> What a mess. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's 10K Matchy Matchy Word Game. All right, Ravian is on the phone joining us. He is our contestant for today's Matchy Matchy, where the uh, jackpot is 7,000 bucks. What part of the city are you in, Ravian? Brampton. All right. You know, I was going to say Brampton, but then I didn't want to be accused, you know, of <laughs> making certain assumptions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hi, Ravian. Uh, Roz, Roz is Ravian's yeah. partner. Uh, Roz, if you don't mind, just disappear for a second. Yeah, no Let's problem. recap Ravian's words. All right, Ravian, you were given a set of five words, and these are the first things that came to your mind. After each one of these words, your first word was husband. You said wife. Second word is comb. You said hair. Third word is reply. You said text. Fourth word is tuna. You said sandwich. Your fifth word is expensive. You said cheap. So we're going to get Roz back in here. And if his answers match yours, Ravian in Brampton, you have $7,000. That would be nice. What are you going to do with the money if you win? Uh, I just got a baby girl, so... Oh, nice. Congratulations. I was listening Thank to Let's Talk About that. Sex by Salt and Pepper. Oh, classic. <laughs> just, <laughs> just then. All right, Roz, here we go. Let's get Ravian, 7000 bucks. Yes, sir. I'm on it. I got you, Ravian. Roz? Awesome, Roz. Yeah. Your first word is husband. Wife. Your second word is comb. Brush. Oh. What you said, hair? He did. Yeah. 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 You want to go through and see what else is going in here? Damn. Yeah. Uh, third word is reply. Answer. No, Ravian said text. Text? Yeah. Ravian. Uh, your fourth word is tuna. Uh, sandwich. And your fifth word is expensive. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Ravian. Oh, that's all right. All right, buddy. Text. Glad, guys. Have you a great day. Boat. Sorry, man. Sure, all right, but yep. yo, 8000 bucks is where we are at oh with Matchy God. Matchy. We'll play again tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Text win plus your name to 925 if you want to play. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello, Steve. Yes, Mocha. How's it uh, going? Good, buddy. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. <laughs> up, we understand you have a question, which I love, by the way. Why don't you go ahead and ask? All right. What would everyone pick for Roz's first dance song with Catherine as husband and wife <sighs> if they got to choose? Okay. I figured it would help. I'm, I'm a DJ, so I figured it would help. Okay, my, okay. My nightmare, So, uh, Roz and, and Catherine getting married. Congratulations, by the way. What do you mean your nightmare? We're talking about, like, a beautiful day. Having you guys pick songs for me? Yeah. Have nightmare. You, have you, in the planning process, have you and Catherine talked about your, your first dance song? No. Oh. 
Are you no. going to? Uh, yes, at some point. At not like some, day of. No, 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 not not at. Uh, Has it even crossed your mind? Yes, yes. Um, something like there was like there was a a two second conversation over maybe we should, which Catherine brought up, which is like do some sort of like dance thing, like oh like, please. And I, yes. I, oh, yes. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. I immediately started sweating. <laughs> really? Right. I was just like, oh my god, hell no. Right. It's just not. It's not not going to it's not going to happen right so but we have not even we have not talked about legitimately like haven't talked about first dance or first song or anything like this i think that we both agree that it, whatever it is it's going to be short okay so steve if you're the dj yeah. uh, before yeah. we get to what we think their first dance should be what did you have in mind well all-time great is all my life casey and jojo oh classic bro i never yeah. heard that song you never Come heard on. Casey and JoJo all my life? No. no. Bro, as soon okay. as I play this. Do I look, do I strike you as a Casey and JoJo guy? That no, no. So. But I have a second one because you're older. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let's go back to Casey and JoJo. Hold on. Hold on. I'm kidding. You don't I'm remember kidding. this song? Yes. No, you know I'm not song? dancing to this. No. No. It's a classic, no, bro. No chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Arm in arm. No. In a warm embrace. No. Oh, get to the point. Beautiful song, man. It's your first dance song. Ladies and gentlemen, husband and wife. The chimes. No, come on. No. No. That's going to be a no for you. Okay. That's a no. That's a hard no. Okay. 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 What's the next one, Steve? Well, I figured because, you know, Roz is grumpy and kind of stuff. And I I could get Climax to mash up or remix Twisted Sisters. We're not going to take it as a slow jam. No. Are you? No. No. Stop trying to ruin my wedding. I'm, I'm the one that gets to ruin my wedding. Not you. He wants to be the groomzilla. Oh, All right. And climax. And climax. Let's, uh, let's go around the room. Damn it, Maury. I oh. took this seriously. Thank you. Uh, I, I mean, I may, like, I, you'll have someone have to send me a video if I'm not there, right? True. But yeah, don't worry about it. I sent in two suggestions. Okay. I took this very seriously. Okay. Okay. The first one's a classic. Okay. We'll start with this one from Damn It, Maury. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'd be like Who is this? Who's singing Andy this? Williams. Andy Williams. How long is it? The song? Yeah. It's three and a half minutes? No, that's too long. <laughs> okay, number we two. Can, we can make an edit. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah, we yeah. can make an edit. Make yeah. it like 60 seconds. Okay. Right? You know, I don't want to I don't want to tear apart the man's art, but uh, Song but, number two yeah. is if if I had a first dance at my wedding, which I didn't have, yeah. this would have been it. Okay. No. What? Give it a chance. <laughs> I, you know, I already said no. Delton <laughs> John. I know who it is. From The Lion King. Like I've never seen The Lion King. Bro. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to cry. If you did the dance to this song, I would ball my eyes out. Yeah. We're at home following along on text. In the group chat? <laughs> on IG Live. <laughs> on IG Live. <laughs> Rod's going to start up a Twitch account just for the yeah, wedding. Yeah. Yeah. More, open the live stream. Mori's going to be all up in his, in, his, in his feelings on the Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll go to... Uh, sh- so that's two no's. Okay. That's two... Yeah. Okay. No. I, I appreciate... Mori, I do appreciate you took it seriously, though. Thank, Thank you very you. much. That's very heartfelt. Okay. Thank you. Shem. Okay, I've got one song, but it's two different versions of it. So okay. here, here's the first one, Rod. Why? Here's the 
beautiful song. Oh, of course. Only fools it's a beautiful song. I just can't help falling in yeah, love. Yeah. But or, or what's the second one? What's the second one? The same song, oh, better, but better version, I think. You be 40? Yeah. Love Come on Classic. Now. Right? Yeah. This was a great version. You're right. Yeah, I can see moving your hips to It's this. a great... Oh, don't right? say that, man. <laughs> well, we're moving, all going to be move, watching move your up. hips. <laughs> on the Twitter feed. Like it's your wedding day. Yes, Mario. We can't Twitter help but watch. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to... My brother, the artist, is going to have to do pencil sketches and send them off to Maury. <laughs> um, man, I thought you guys were going to be like kind of jokey with this. So. Oh, no. <laughs> they went. They took it seriously. They oh! Did. No, there's one song that I thought, like, I was going to play one to be like, uh, haha. Yeah, do right? it. Do it. Feel free. Go ahead. But then I was going to follow it up with, like, actually, this is a nice, a sweet song, and I think you and Catherine would really like it. Okay, by the way, uh, this is if uh, if the guys got to pick our first dance song, if you're just uh, joining us. Oh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> Steve knows. What the hell is oh, this? Yeah. What is this? Freaky, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> listen, listen. Silk. Let me pick you up and down till you say stop. Oh, this isn't Magic hey, Mike. Hey. Let me play with your body, baby. Make <laughs> no. you realize. <laughs> no, I'm not. No? That one's actually leading right now. <laughs> I know it was a goof. So not that one? But that okay. one's actually okay. leading right now. Okay. This one I actually yeah. like. It's a sweet song. Okay. okay? okay. This one I took seriously. Not to make the old... You know, the old thing and okay. thing. Okay. But this, it reminds me of my parents because okay. I remember my parents <laughs> dancing to this song at like family basement parties, okay? Uh, yes. Oh, oh, I like this. Oh, man, yes. Make a quick 60 second edit. Right? I like this. Who is that this? Is Tell people who it is. June Lodge and Prince Muhammad. Song is called Someone Loves You, Honey. Yeah. So is it I between like this that. and Elton John? <laughs> no, Maury. <laughs> Let's be real. It's between this and Freak Me, Baby. <laughs> Yo, Steve, you're the man. Thank you so much for calling in today, bro. Thanks, thanks. You gonna ask the question or what? Between Roz and Mocha, Steve, who is your favorite? Well, I was originally gonna say one and then the other and one the other, but Mocha, you're the best. Your laugh is contagious. Just say Roz, yeah, man. I know, it's going to be Roz. Okay, so I'm sugarcoating. <laughs> My favorite is they have nothing good to say about me. Right? <laughs> can I, can I tell you why, though? No, no we just ran out of time. No. I'm just kidding. Because uh, <laughs> he reminds you of your dad? Shut up, Maureen. <laughs> no, because uh, he's a master uh, troller, and I love when he trolls people. And, and, and that's what I was kind of doing today, but right. at the same time trying to help. So. Thank God you said troller. I know. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> yeah. Out there master trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> You guys are hilarious. I love you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Pamela Anderson was in Toronto last night mm -hmm. for a special screening of her Netflix doc, Pamela, A Love Story. 
They rolled out the pink carpet for her. The most gorgeous carpet I've ever been on. Was it? Yeah. It was covered in beautiful flowers. Oh, gorgeous. I love it. Um, she deserves I, that. She was there with uh, her son who helped with like this pro- documentary. He was a producer, he was a producer on, on the yeah. documentary, right? Also really gorgeous. Oh, excuse me. Uh, David Mori getting some time with Pamela Anderson and Brandon to talk about the doc. And here she, it's Pamela, yes. I remember Kiss FM. Hi. Of course. Yeah, there's all your fans. It, it is so good to see you. Congratulations. You know, you've been getting tons of praise for both the documentary on Netflix and the book. But what was harder for you, having your son read all of this and, and see the stories and hear you talking about them, or having people, I guess, challenge some of the stuff that you talked about? I think we put it all out there. I don't think there was any secrets. I mean, you went through all the archives with Ryan White, a great director, and we had archivists and people kind of go through everything. So, uh... Nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. So I thought there's nothing weird they're going to find in there except for maybe just a lot of romantic jibber-jabber. You know, I'm just like always writing poetry, always talking about my feelings. And it was the way I could feel. It was the way I knew what I was thinking. So I've been journaling since I could write. So since I could read and write, I've been writing. So uh, Pamela Anderson on the pink carpet last night when they did a screening of her uh, Netflix documentary, Pamela, A Love Story. Have you watched it yet? No, Ross? I haven't. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, journaling. God, that's just like a thing I never got into. Journaling. Like an everyday type thing, yeah, write down no, your thoughts. No, I It's good for you. Yeah, it's, I know. I hear it's very good mm-hmm. for you. And then, you know, you get like Matthew McConaughey and Pamela Anderson who just one day decide to go through the archives and like you have a bestseller. Like yeah. you just like all your old thoughts and feelings and everything. That's crazy. Uh, have you watched the documentary, Maury? It's it's so good. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It looks it's really, really well good. produced yeah. too. Like they did a great job. Yeah. I know you're on Netflix a lot, Sham. Always. You watch it? No, no. It's, it's on my uh, to-do list. Okay. Yeah. So the question is, has Pamela Anderson even watched it? Oh. Have you been able to watch the documentary? Is that hard for you? I've seen it a little bit with my son, my other son, my youngest son, Dylan. Brandon made a screening for us, but it was really hard for me to watch. I was more covering his eyes and trying to watch it, and I didn't really look at it. But then last night I tried to watch a little bit of it, and I was just in tears. So, but happy tears. No. And I didn't get to watch all I didn't go all the way through, just a little bit. And Brandon's like, why are you watching it now? And like in the middle of a press tour, I'm like, I'm destroyed. So <laughs> it's just, it's happy tears. And it just makes me realize too that there, I was really, and I'm happy right now, but I was really happy and really, there's just some interesting moments when you can see yourself and hear your tone of voice and see pictures of you when you were really, really genuinely happy. It reminds you how happy you can be. Pamela Anderson talking about her uh, new Netflix doc, Pamela, a love story. Um, And then Damon Mori on the pink carpet for the event last night got a chance to talk to her son Brandon about this documentary and about her book, Love Pamela, which is out right now. What was the first thing you did with your mom after, you know, the book was finished or, or watching the documentary? What did you do to, I guess, comfort her? You know, I think in our family, we're pretty just rip the band-aid off you know like i think when we were doing all this i was just very upfront and honest with her the whole time look like you know there's tough stuff in here there's tough stuff you know that that maybe you know people didn't want to talk about or go through or do any of that stuff and and i think we're all better for it. you know i think uh that's what makes the film so special i think it really covers a lot of interesting and and, you know, difficult topics that, of course, are going to be hard for somebody to, you know, relive. And I think, you know, she knew that. She's very smart, but I, I think she handled it very well. 
Oof. That had to have been a tough job. Your mom? Uh Oh my God. To be a producer on that? Yeah. Uh, That is uh, Pamela Anderson, though, talking to Dammit Maury. Uh, Her Netflix documentary is out right now called Pamela, A Love Story. And then, of course, her book that everyone is in love with is just simply called Love Pamela. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All up in your business. Oh, yeah. Hello. Going on, homie. Good man. How are you? Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Don't you worry about me. All right. Hold on. I'm trying to log into Teams here. Dang. Did you a good day know. yesterday? Nah, it was fine. <laughs> so convincing. Okay. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Everybody else had a good day yesterday? Uh, I had a fabulous day. Great day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you see that picture of Tommy Lee? Oh, yeah. Jesus, don't say anything, more. No, I haven't. No. So Should for, I look it up? For, for some, yeah, just go to his Twitter. Um, and don't, we, we can discuss it without discussing it, you know what I mean? So he, um, he tweeted out to, uh, I guess, like, Planners Peanuts. Okay. He, goes, uh, he just wrote, uh, uh, hey, at Mr. Peanut, mm-hmm. let's collab. I'll bring the nuts. And then he posted a picture. And I'm like, you know when you just something happens in your day where you're like, all right. Wait, what is he, at Tommy Lee? Yeah. Just, yeah mi- uh, you. Mr. Tommy Land is what it is. You might get Tommy Lee Jones if you go the other way. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what's so funny? That's what I was thinking of just No, now. it's not Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's who oh. I was... Sorry, sorry. That in my mind, because I was like, oh my God, what happened? Is he like really no, sick no, or something? No, no. Um, I don't know. To answer the question, is he really sick or something? I, I don't know, right? I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. But he, um, I don't know what you even call that, a balfi? A what? That he took? Lord have mercy. <laughs> right. just... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I sent um, it to you in the group chat. Yeah, it's fine. He's he's looking for it. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not there yet. Damn it. Why can't I find him? Why do you have so much trouble? What are you looking for? What are you looking up? Tommy Lee Twitter. It's just just go to like I think it's like Mr. Tommy Land. Oh, Mr. Tommy Land. Yeah, but it says oh. Tommy Lee. Sorry, I was looking up Mr. Tommy Lee. Okay, hold on. Oh. So difficult. <sighs> New app. Believe oh, me, it's worth it. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that to me seems problematic. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I, I don't I don't have any other thoughts other than like inconvenience and worry. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And uncomfortable. like very uncomfortable. Like in, how do you go on with your day? Inconvenience and worry. Uh-huh. Right? How like do you I, slide into a booth at a diner? Uh-huh. How do you just sit down in general? <laughs> right? Right. You it's know, not, like, you know, sometimes like at the end of the day or just at some point where you're just exhausted yes. and you go to sit down, but you do that move where you just like fall on the, on the couch. Yes. You can't do that. Right? I look, I look at uh, uh, yeah. this, this picture of Tommy Lee the same way I look at like, 
like a like one of those giants on the Toronto Raptors where I got an elevator one time and one of them was in the elevator and I just looked at him with inconvenience and worry. I'm like, you have to go through life mm-hmm. always wondering if you're going to bonk your head on things. Yeah. And you're a tall right? guy expressing that and about a taller you. guy. Thank you, right? Like I'm a tall guy and I still <laughs> look at really tall guys. I don't know which Raptor it was, but I was on the elevator with him and I was like, man, it, it, like, it has to always be in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Am I going to clock myself today? Yeah. Like you always what do I need to, to look be, out for? Everything. You yeah. always have to be on the lookout for everything. And I see this picture of Tommy Lee, and I'm like, the same thing, right? Like, inconvenience and worry. So did the nuts people, like, get back to him? <laughs> no, they didn't. No, no. <laughs> like, yeah, help no, you, dog? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a doctor can. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cold, man. Minus 23. Yo. Right now. No joke. It's pretty much going to be like this. What you feel outside right now yeah. is what it's going to feel like for the rest of the day. I was yeah. pumping gas this morning and my beard literally froze. Why were you pumping gas so early in the morning? Because well, if I didn't do it, I was worried I'd run out after work. But why didn't you do it before you went home yesterday? I was too tired. Too tired? Bro, your drive is eight minutes. I, too I was, tired? I was too tired at home. I passed two gas stations and I'm like, oh, I just can't. Too tired. And also, you know, you don't want <laughs> important important ti- bit of information. Oh, I'm so tired. That Maury left out is yeah. that after work yesterday, he went for a massage. Did you? Yeah. Like in the building. I didn't even have to leave work. Yeah. What is where the hell did so, you go for a massage in down, the building? Downstairs. Because oh. I have I have like back problems. God. Please. I learned out I have a, a I learned hernia. out. Uh-huh. You learned out what? I learned Your out that I have a, a, a disc hernia. How the hell did you get a disc hernia? Age. <laughs> what happens, man? 50? Bro, you got to watch out for these things. Roz, why didn't you warn me? About what? Once, what happens when you turn 50? Man, so, all, my, all my injuries are from doing stuff. Yeah. I'm not just falling apart like you, like... <laughs> Like old Play-Doh, where somebody didn't put the top on. <laughs> like those, those uh, you're season up. Those hundred-year-old water mains yeah. are breaking all you're, over the city. You're becoming stone. <laughs> you're like a loaf of bread that they didn't put the little clip on the end. Yeah. It's getting all hard <laughs> from the bottom up. From the up. bottom up. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? So they were massaging you, and they said, "What? You have a herniated disc?" Yeah, that exactly that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what do you got to do now? They got to remove it, I bet. No, I have to. She says I have to go three times a week to see her. Oh, and- what a hustle. <laughs> Such a yeah. racket. What a racket. What yeah. a racket. Come see me three times a week. <laughs> what yeah. a racket. Three times a month or a week? Three times a week. Three what times a, a racket. Week? Oh, come on, bro. So, gonna, so in one month, you're going to go 12 times. <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, I can't. I'm too tired. What a racket. <laughs> Jesus. So that's man. why you couldn't go and get gas yesterday. Like, was your back sore? Like, how did you wind up on the table in the first place? What do you mean? Oh, like, no, my back's always sore. Yeah. Like, I have an obus form in the car now because, like, you know, it, it hurts so I think, much. I think it's, I, has, I don't think it's a herniated disc. I think that that's where you carry all your stress from lying all the time. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I really do. I think that I think that wrong. you I think that you <laughs> stress take, is like nowhere else to go. I think that you take all the stress in your life and stick and it I, in my and upper I, butt. And I really do. I really do. I think that that is where all the discomfort that you've put on yourself lives mm-hmm. in your body. And I think that if you change the way you live, I fully believe that your back would start feeling better. Yeah, or three times a week. Nope. It's <laughs> not going to help. Week. 
It's not going to help. How much is each one of those sessions? Like a hundred bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a racket. <laughs> you getting hustled so hard. What a, what a racket. You're like the biggest mark ever. Mark, you you walked in. You walked in and you massaged their therapist. I haven't even Like, paid. immediately looked at you and was like, God, him. She had a page open <laughs> on her computer screen while you walked in the door. <laughs> she was debating. The Fendi bag was already in the cart. And yeah, she was yeah. like, and she was like, oh, you know I don't what? know. I don't know. And then in walks Maury. Yeah. Buy with Apple Pay now. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. What's going on, man? It's Roz and Mocha. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Good. Uh, Harry, welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. When and where does your hell of a story take place? All of last year, really. And um, in Cambridgeshire in, in the United Kingdom. And so what uh, what happened? Usually, um, people buy dogs to kind of protect their house. My, um, my nan has a tortoise that protects her house. Okay, Sorry, on. what? <laughs> okay. You say a tortoise? Yes. Okay. I know with the uh, with the accent and everything, sometimes okay. I mishear some. Your your grandmother words. bought a guard tortoise? Uh well she didn't buy it to guard her house, but it's it's turned into a guard tortoise. It protects her house, yeah. <laughs> okay. You got some slow ass criminals over there or what? What does the tortoise <laughs> protect the house from? So the tortoise for some reason has a grudge. Um, against dark colored shoes. So <laughs> anyone who comes uh, at the address in any dark colored shoes, uh, the daughters will actually attack. So hold on here. You so, say dark colored shoes? Yes, yes. So the tortoise has some sort of vendetta against black shoes? Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure where it's come from, but for some reason, he has a massive grudge against them. Black colored shoes, brown colored shoes, um, <laughs> dark blue. If he sees them, it's on site. He will chase them down and he will attack them. <laughs> when you say chase them down, right? <laughs> like, how how quick is this chase? Because we're talking about a tortoise here. Like, tortoises are famously uh, are slow. However, for some reason, I don't. He gets this some sort of like energy uh, that comes over him when he sees a dark colored shoe because he is rapid. He is so fast. He, he will literally get from one end of the garden to the other within a matter of seconds. <laughs> what? And what does he do when he... Now, is this a shoe lying in the in the, in the the grass or is this a shoe if you're wearing it? Oh, it's both. You leave a shoe out, he'll attack it. If you're wearing one, he'll attack you and the shoe. Okay, okay. Mocha, there's a video that, uh, that, uh, that Harry sent through uh, from his TikTok that you can watch. What's the tortoise's name, by the way? Uh, his name is Tommy Shelby. Tommy, Tommy Shelby. Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, yes. so, that's so British. Okay, okay hold I on. love it. Tommy versus white fragile tape. I'm watching here. Yes. Yes. So he in terms of white uh white colored stuff, he's fine. If it's if it's light colored, he, he will ignore it. But as soon as it's dark colored, okay, so like he's fine. It. And then peel off the tape to reveal your black Air Force Ones. And oh my god! Holy <laughs> yo! He fully bumps his shell into your sneaker. Wow. Yep. So wait a second. So do you now only wear like white shoes over to your grandmother's house? Oh yeah, yeah. You it's literally white shoe only policy now. <laughs> so does your nan like when she has people come over, guests, does she have to give them a warning? Like you might not want to wear dark colored shoes or sneakers? Oh, there's like warning posters and uh, signs all up uh, on the fences as you go towards the, the garden just to warn people, especially the postman. And is there any reason, like, did she ask 
wherever it was she got the tortoise from? Like, is this like a, a regular occurrence for tortoises? Are they all kind of behave in the same manner when it comes to dark colored sneakers? Not, not that I know of. Yeah, she's had the tortoise for about 10 years and he's always done it. He's just, I don't know. It's literally, the, the only safe time is, is during the winter when he's hibernating. But as soon as it, it comes summer again he's out of the bushes and he's coming after you hey, what, about like, uh, what about like track pants or like t-shirt like any art, other articles of clothing to be fair if you're if you're wearing like black tracksuit bottoms black t-shirts and you're on the floor at his level that he can reach he'll attack you in them oh black <laughs> socks as well. okay. so it's really about fashion <laughs> yeah it sucks right yeah like he's just, yeah he's got it's a tortoise with a very particular like fashion sense Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you tried wearing, like, one black shoe, one white shoe? Yeah, yeah, I've tried that, and he will only go for the black shoe. The white <laughs> shoe will completely ignore. Damn, some kind of tortoise, huh? Now, are tortoises, <laughs> are tortoises generally known to be violent? Um, not that I know of. I thought they were quite peaceful creatures. But, yeah, for some reason, he, he, he'll bite, he'll headbutt, um, but only black shoes. Um, so Tommy uh, is uh, his videos that you've posted have gone bananas. There's millions upon millions of views of watching this tortoise attack um, dark colored shoes, which I find incredible. Uh, but so your hell of a story to sort of sum this up is that your grandmother bought a tortoise. That tortoise turned out to have a very particular fashion sense, hates anything that is dark colored or black, especially shoes, will attack a black shoe on sight. And instead of just sort of dealing it like a uh, person far up the food chain, you have now tailored your life to the tortoise where you only wear white shoes around a tortoise. Oh, yeah. He, he's a massive bully. We've, um, <laughs> we're, like, he's a, <laughs> to the point that we're, <laughs> we'll just wear white shoes. Yeah, I'm looking at a, another video that you were just talking about where one of your sneakers, it looks like to be uh, dark green, maybe, and then the other one is white. And like the tortoise, Tommy, Leaves the white sneaker alone and like fully goes ham. Oh my on that, god! Oh my god! Yeah, that's one. so crazy. What do you do with yeah, the tortoise? There's like your grandmother pet him and stuff. Like obviously we feed him and everything. We look after him, but for some reason he just doesn't like black shoes. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe in a, maybe when he was early on, he got stepped on by a black shoe or something. <laughs> it's just a vendetta from them. Yeah, I'm not and, sure. and, and bro, these things live for like a hundred years. So like you got to have enough white shoes, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's literally a hundred years of wearing white shoes. <laughs> yeah, Harry, thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show uh, and and for being a part of Hell of a Story. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. Right on. Take care. Man. Brother. Right, take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You cried recently? Uh, when was the last time I cried? I was thinking about that the other day because I every time I do an interview about the book, I'm always like just always on the verge of tears again. And uh, I was doing one yesterday. Yeah, and uh, and I almost cried because I really? cried so much writing that stupid book. Mm. Um, but but like I haven't Don't like call you know what I mean, right? I <laughs> um, Don't downplay it. Um, but I cried so much writing it. And then, so I'm like, every time, even like when I, cause a lot of interviews I do in that, they're just like, type it out. Like people just send you questions. You have to sit and type your answers. Mm. I'm like, that's your job. <laughs> right? <laughs> I already did all the work. Yes. It's call, called writing the book. Yes. Call me and let me talk. And then you type it all out. I uh -huh. don't want to type it all out. But anyway, here I'm typing it all out. Uh -huh. And, uh, and, uh, and then I was just like, I just get like so into my own head and I'm just like, oh God, I get all upset and everything else. And it just ruins like. It took me like an hour to do it. Is there and then, some like when you're doing these interviews? Is there one 
part of the book or one subject matter that uh, the, um, in, the interviewer will bring up that then brings up those emotions in you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's different things, really. It, like, it really is. Um, oftentimes, even when somebody just says, like, why did you write the book? Like, mm -hmm. that'll just, like, get me going. And I save those ones for last. Like, I, I write all the fun questions first. Sure. Right? Just, like, sure. about the secret proposal and all that stuff. And then I always I always do the sad ones last. Because if I... Because here's my thing. I, I will go, like... I'll go to a different place, right? Mm -hmm. So if the first question somebody asks me is one that triggers like something that is sad, mm -hmm. literally every other question I answer after that point will be in that sad place. Okay. So there won't be any fun, yeah. right? Like Even also, if they bring up something that could potentially be fun. I will make it miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like I do with everything else in life. To get the fun uh, stuff oh! out of the way I have the ability to make my own fun so miserable so fast. That yeah, and that's why we love you, bro. You wouldn't be you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to talk Squid Game real quick. Because um, they're filming that reality show on Netflix, the Squid Game reality show called mm. The Challenge. And some of the contestants who are no longer part of the game, even though it's still being filmed, have been talking to Rolling Stone because there's this new article out. Mm -hmm. Rolling Stone reports that some of the 456 people who participated in the reality series have revealed just how unsafe the show's working conditions were and that the show was rigged. Oh. $4.56 million, by the way, is what they're playing for. It's a lot of money. Jesus. Uh, brutal conditions is what one contestant said. Said that uh, they spent hours in an airport hangar where the temperature was minus 10 degrees Celsius. Yeah, but it's Squid Game. Nine hours, by the way, inside of the hangar. Yeah. Uh, they had to remain still for 30 minute, in 30-minute increments. Although they didn't say whether or not that was part of the game. I believe it was actually, I think what they're referring to is this is when um, they were playing red light, green light. Oh. Hmm. That's, yo, that's a long time. I, I think that's, that's a long time. I think that the, the, where they're saying that the, the people got hurt and stuff like that, I believe it was when they were recreating red light, green light. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the players who spoke with Rolling Stone also allege that uh, Squid Game, the challenge was fixed. The show had already chosen some of the contestants who were TikTok and Instagram influencers to move forward in the show regardless of whether they won or lost games. Really? That's the, that could be said for any reality show. Uh, instead of Squid Game, they're calling it Rigged Game. <laughs> instead of Netflix, yeah. they're calling it Netflix. Fix, <laughs> and then they just went through like the amount of injuries that people sustained doing this. But yeah. you have to expect that you are going to get hurt if you're competing in a Squid Game challenge show. No, I think that I think that there's the expectation that your health and safety will be the number one priority for production whenever somebody goes on one of these challenge shows but people get injured on the amazing race too yeah right? but not like they'll run and twist an ankle like production can't help that that you fell while running 
right? But it's it, they didn't. But production didn't set up a scaffolding that was faulty that someone's foot went through and then they broke their knee. You know, like that's the like you you expect it. Like when you watch Survivor, like those competitions on Survivor and those sets they build are vetted to like with and the safety is the only thing that matters. Because even in Big Brother, when things. somebody falls off a challenge and what, like and breaks an ankle or something like that, like, yeah. That happens on Big But Brother. you know what? On the flip side, these people who are talking to Rolling Stone, they could be embellishing some of this stuff because they didn't make it past episode sure. one. Yeah. Right? Could and they get in trouble, salty? Mocha, because they signed an NDA for talking yeah, to sure, Rolling Stone? sure they could. Oh, yeah. yeah but also probably salty because they didn't They didn't win. win right? Yeah. And I'm not saying they... It's you, like, if, if you went on somewhere and then they took your safety for granted and put you in a position to get hurt, that's not cool. Right. Like I get that. But, you know, I think that when you are an individual who is clout chasing and cash chasing and you go on a show to compete with 500 other people to win four million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> on a show that's based around Squid Game. And I guess we'll find out whether these Instagrammers like, and TikTok and, like, influencers Bumps and bruises and a couple stitches seems normal to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So Like, it I should be expected. So I don't know if we're going to hear from any more of these uh, contestants for I'm going to go and say no, because I'm sure they were all now told shush. When does that come out? Does it say when it comes out? Um, God, that's a big show. Yeah. No, I, I don't have that information. That's a big show. I, I started, yeah. Like I said, I started watching that Physical 100 show on Netflix, which is kind of like this, and it's 100 people, and it takes a long time to get through challenges. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how they're going to pare down 400. 456. 456. That's insane, yeah. yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Still mad, Roz? I'm always mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you still mad that an 18-year-old from Sault Ste. Marie I'm... played the lottery for the very first time and hit the jackpot of $48 million? Lot of 649 gold ball jackpot, by the way. Okay, I'm not mad. It just angers Sounds me. Sounds like jealousy. It just angers me. According to the OLG, no other lottery players have won as much money as she has at that age. Juliet Lamore, by the way. Wow. <laughs> so many questions. It's a lot of money. Um, I'm happy for, I guess. Damn it, Maury caught up with Juliet, who, by the way, is a big fan of the Razamoka show. Oh, I love this girl. <laughs> <laughs> her and her entire family listen love, every I, single day. I love, well, listen, I, I, I've, like, I have a lot of business opportunities yeah. coming up that maybe you would like to be a part of. <laughs> like, how big of a fan are you? <laughs> All of a sudden, Ross on Dragon's Den. You know what I mean? Shark Tank. <laughs> I'm pitching her ideas. Right? Hello, sharks. Yes. My name is Ross Weston. <laughs> uh, Damn, we caught up with Juliet. This is a pretty incredible story. You're 18 years old. You've made OLG, like Lotto 649 history. You've never played before. What made you decide that this was the time to play and that you were going to play? Um, well, it was my grandpa, actually, that told me to, um, to buy the, the ticket because I just turned 18. He told me to go, go test my luck. I was on my way over to see him, and I was going to bring him an ice cream. And over the phone, um, he told me, yeah, you, you just turned 18. Go test your luck. Go buy one for tomorrow's draw. So <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> was it like an easy pick thing, or did he give you numbers, or was it like the one where the machine spits out the numbers for you? So I actually didn't know how to buy the ticket at all. So when I got to the store, I had to call my dad and ask him how to do it. 
And yeah, he just told me to do a quick pick. So that's what I did when I got to the store. Just asked for a quick pick and yeah. Bruh, like super amateur. <laughs> wow. And Damn. hits the jackpot. 18 years old, <sighs> doesn't know how to play the lottery and gets 48 mil. Juliette Lamore of Sault Ste. Marie. Damn it, you're catching up with her. What piece of advice do you wish that you were given that you would like to give to anybody else that wins the lottery? Uh, well, you know, my dad was a financial advisor, so I think I had all the great advice that I already needed. Um, but uh, to someone else who wins the lottery in the future, you know, don't don't rush anything. Really think about uh, think it through your decisions, and could definitely get uh, financial financial help with the professionals because I could not have done this by myself. Should use my financial advisor now. When he calls, he's going to sound a lot like me, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Juliet. <laughs> right, just saying it is. It's not. It sounds very much like I do. Not me. Yeah. The phone call is going to start with <laughs> You're 18 years old. How is this going to change your life? Are you still going to pursue a career? Or does this change everything that you had planned? No, this this changes nothing. We established from the very beginning when we found out that we won. This doesn't change anything. We're still the same family. I'm still the same person I've always been. I'm, uh, I'm in university right now as a first-year student. And my dream has always been to go to medical school, become a doctor, and come back and practice here in Northern Ontario. So that's that's what I'm going to do. And now I don't have to worry about bursaries or anything like that. I can leave those um, um, tools for other students that may need them. Incredible. 18-year-old wow. Juliette Lamore of Sault Ste. Marie on her 18th birthday plays the lottery for the very first time on the advice of her grandfather. Had uh -huh. to call her dad to ask, how do I play the lottery? Mm -hmm. Quick pick. Hits a jackpot, $48 million with Lotto 649. Yeah. Again, according to OLG, no other lottery players have won as much money as Lamore has <gasps> at the same age. Wow. Shem, also, Shem's on one knee right now. He brought a ring to work. Bro, yeah. I prayed. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just, he's just proposing. And Ross mad as hell. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Marisa joins us right now from Georgetown. Uh, Marisa is 24 years old, and you said that if you win the $8,000 uh, $8, jackpot today, you're going on vacation with your boyfriend, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Roz is your matchy-matchy partner. Roz, if you don't mind yeah. taking off for a sec, I just want to run through Marisa's uh, five words here. I'll be right back, hon. Okay. Uh, he is gone. Is he gone? Okay. He's gone. Okay. Ooh. All right, Marisa. Uh, your first word was large. You said small. Second word is happy. You said sad. Third word is sour. You said sweet. Fourth word is smart. You said dumb. Fifth word is prince. You said princess. Yes, correct. Okay. I think you got this, girl. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> These are easy words. Like, there's... Yes. There is no yeah. way. There's no way... Hey, that listen, there's only one up. person to blame if I get all this wrong, but I'm not going to think like that. Okay. Let's get Roz back in yes. here. Okay, yes. Okay, Roz. Hey, yes, listen, yes, before, yes, we, yes. before we get to your words, Roz, to yeah. find out if Marisa's $8,000 richer right now, yes. I want to run through some stats real quick. Okay. Here's how it matches up between Roz and I and the answers that we've given, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Roz has played four times. Mm -hmm. 
has matched correctly 13 times, incorrect seven. Okay. Okay. Me, Mocha, I've played three times. I've correctly guessed <laughs> match three times. Oh. Three, okay, incorrect yeah. 12. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. For $8,000, here we go. Roz, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Roz, your first word is large. Small. Your second word is happy. Sad. Your third word is sour. Sweet. Your fourth word is smart. Dumb. Oh my God. Marisa? Whoa, oh my whoa, God. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my whoa. God. <laughs> whoa. Oh my God, Roz, please. <laughs> whoa. Oh my God. I have no words. Marisa, you are one match away. Oh my God. From $8,000. I shouldn't have gone through those first four so fast. <laughs> oh my God, my heart is beating so I may, fast. I may not have anything left. <laughs> I may have used it all. <laughs> Roz, are you ready for your fifth and final word? Yes. Your fifth word, Roz, is Prince. Prince? Yeah. Prince. Oh, my God. Oh, Roz. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm so torn right now, Marisa. Oh my goodness! I'm so I'm so torn right now. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Take Just your time, on the line. Honestly, take your time. We have time. I'm so torn right now. I I literally I thought of the the first thing that came to my mind, and I almost said it. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I almost said it, it was overwritten by something else. Well, you can only give one answer. And you only have one match. Okay, Marisa? Yes. I really hope, I really, 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 really hope I don't screw this up for you. I hope so, Your too. Your fifth and final word, Roz, is? Harry. Oh, no. Oh! Did you say princess? No. She yes, said, I she did. Said God I said damn, princess. That was the first thing I thought of, and then I thought you were going to say Harry. Why did you say it? Oh, yeah. my God. What? This was the easiest matchy-matchy oh we have goodness. ever had. I was pissed. Oh I was pissed reading these words because I was like, yo, how are these words so easy on a day where I'm not the match? I'm not the partner. Marisa, if you were uh, my partner, if we were partners, like you would have got this money. Got oh, we would have matched right away. Oh, Roz, my goodness. I cannot believe you screwed this up for Marisa. I can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Marisa. That's okay. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, it must I be because you guys are it. from rival towns. You don't think alike. No, that had nothing oh, to do with that. I, I was pretty <laughs> confident about it, too. I was feeling confident. Oh, hi, Marisa. That's, that's okay. Thank Girl, you so I'm much. Sorry, love. Thank you no for worries. playing Matchy Matchy. Have no worries. You guys have a great day. You Thank too. you. Take care. Bye. All right, so uh, Jackpot is now $9,000. Oh, my God. <laughs>
we only have 10, right? Like, yeah. like once we get up to 10, then that's it. We're just playing for 10 Gs, right? Oh, I, text so the word win now. Plus your name to 925 if you want to play Matchy Matchy tomorrow morning at 8. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, people still talking about the Grammys that took place on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to play for you is in reference to the um, 50th uh, anniversary of hip-hop celebration that they did on mm-hmm. stage, right? It was like 14 minutes long. Grandmaster Flash, LL Cool J, Run DMC, Missy, Too Short, DJ Jazzy Jeff, so much more, right? It mm-hmm. was incredible. So the person in charge of curating that lineup and selecting the songs was Questlove, who's a drummer for The Roots, the band that plays on Jimmy Fallon's show. Yep. Okay. So he had his list, reach out, a bunch of people got back, what you saw on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to what Questlove said, because this is, this was from Variety that asked him right before the show. And then Variety only released the clip like recently. Okay. So this is why nobody was talking about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But listen to what Questlove said. Will Smith was a part of the festivities tonight, but uh, they started shooting Bad Boys 4 already this week. And there's a lot of preliminary uh, uh, shots that he had to do. So we had to lose Will. But that, that was going to be a surprise moment. Hmm. You remember last week we I were know. all saying the one big shocker on that stage that was missing or that yeah. would be a big shock would be Will Smith. And if there were, were to be a stage for Will to kind of make his grand entrance, grand comeback, it would have been. Show. It would have been. I, yeah. I don't believe Questlove. You don't? No. I think that this is uh, him being kind and coming up with. A answer that'll just send people away. I don't think that because he. But Will been. Smith was never part of the conversation, like to begin with. But if it was going to be a surprise, he would never would have been part of the conversation. I just don't think right? he's ever going to be there, and I think this is just the answer that is being provided to just if people ask, here's what you said. But she didn't even say was Will Smith supposed to be there. He volunteered that. Yeah, I think also the Grammy stage, especially that tribute, is a safe place for Will to return. That's what that's we that's, a, that's I feel the exact said, yeah. same way that if he's going to come back in any way, shape, or form on an awards show, and stage, I think that, that the Grammys probably that. said no because then that'll be the only thing people talk about. You think so? Huh? No, they want eyes. But why would he lie though? Like yeah. why? He why would, would he even? PR, it's a PR quote. Here, say this. But what, like lie so. and say, because all Will Smith would have to do is now say, I wasn't invited. No, maybe he is. I would have been there. Maybe he was filming, but he could have been there. And it's just, you know what, just say that I'm filming these things. And that way people don't harp on it. I think it's interesting. One of the, the, the sort of interesting things about all of this is that when we hear something, we hear it one way. When a liar hears something, Maury only hears lies. Yeah, and then it comes up with ways to explain the lie, which is by telling more lies. Right? No, no, no. Yes, exactly. So, so okay. So Maury, but there are good lies and there are safe lies, and there there are many different kinds. I know, but what Maury is saying, like where Maury starts though, is that Quest Love lied. Well, how did he lie? Well, because somebody else must have lied. Yeah, and then somebody else must have lied, and And somebody somebody else must have lied. You you have to say this. You have to, which is a lie. Which is a lie, right? It's like you you heard that one clip and you built this web of like yeah. super because lies. I, we all live in a world of PR and how to spin things. But why would you even yeah. say that? Because I it's a safe answer. But there was no question. Instead of saying he was never invited, but just say that ne- I'm still filming. But, but she never asked. He just volunteered yeah. that. Because he also told the New York Times that he had asked 
uh, Lil Wayne and Future to be a part of the show. And they said... And they originally were going to be a part of it yeah. to kind of round out, like, to be the last two on the stage, yeah. but then they declined. Really? At the last minute, they pulled out and of, why would Lil Wayne of the, decline? the performance. I don't know. Well, he know. performed, right, at the end of the night with uh, Jay-Z. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. but why but decline that, of, though? And Lil Wayne was at, a, like, at several Grammy after parties I'm seeing photos now. That's not true. Why is it not true? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Melissa. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Why are you on Fix My Life today? Help. My daughter has somehow become a freaking brat at school. Oh, wow. You were a sis. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. I don't know what to do with my daughter. She's 11. And in her first year of middle school, she keeps getting in trouble at school. We keep getting emails and phone calls about talking too much in class, pushing past other kids, not handing in her work. Last year was great. Now I don't know what to do. I'm thinking about homeschooling her. Wow. Uh, she's 11. Yeah. Okay. So what happened between last year and this year? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, she was so good. Did she switch schools or anything? Yeah, it's a new school. It's a school closer to us. It's a middle school. So she graduated from elementary school and now she's mm-hmm. in middle school. I, I will say most often when kids sort of hate school, it's um, it's an emotional reason. And it's up to you to try and navigate that and figure out what those reasons are. Like she's probably pissed that she left all of her friends from her first school that maybe didn't make the switch to this school. Did that happen at all? Like, did she still have the same friends? No, I mean, like, she had a falling out with one of her friends who still uh, goes to that school, yeah. but all the rest of them moved over. Like, yeah. ki- kids sort of go through this when they don't feel that they are heard, when they are insecure, when they feel like they're falling behind, when they don't feel like they fit in. Like, it's rarely about the actual academics, right? Like, it's not about sort of her hatred for homework, it's something else that is causing that. And I don't know how you handle it as a parent, but I will tell you that like threatening doesn't help an 11 year old. No, that'll right? push her away even more. Like taking her phone away or telling her she can't do the things that she loves to do. None of that helps. I don't know if you're doing any of that, but none of that stuff helps. And also when it comes to sitting down and talking to an 11 year old where you have an issue, you have to get your point across. And I'm going to say under two minutes because that's all the time you have Yeah. before, have, before they stop listening to you. Have you tried talking to her and like asking if anything's going on, how she's doing? Uh, more importantly, how she's feeling. Yeah, we do that like almost every single day. We ask her how she's doing, like, is there anything going on? And she says no. Sometimes she says that some kids are making fun of her and stuff like that. So yeah. she doesn't like that, but nothing else really. And so, she's really smart. She's bright. So so you're getting to it, though. So she's she's being bullied, right? Like kids, yeah. are, make, kids are making fun of her, right? Yeah. So that is one of the problems that you guys need to help her through. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Of course it's going to be hard. Guess what? Having an 11-year-old ain't easy. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Right? What do you do to motivate her? I I don't even really know how to motivate her. And you're right. You only have two minutes to get a point across. But what are are you, what what other stuff, what is she interested in? Uh, 
she loves Taekwondo. She's in Taekwondo. Okay. She loves video games. She loves the Switch. How, loves how often TV. are you just, how often are you sitting around talking to her about Switch? Not as often anymore. You should. No. You should. Yeah. How often? Yeah. Are you, how often are you sitting around talking about Taekwondo with her? Every day she goes. She tells but, us but all how, about it. But I know. But how often are you bringing it up and talking about Taekwondo? Mm, not often enough. Mm. You gotta make her feel good about the things that she's interested in, because what winds up happening is that when you have a situation like this where she's fallen behind in school, maybe she feels bullied. She just wants to lean into the things that where she can escape to it. So switch the phone, Taekwondo, all this stuff. But when school starts to fall behind, that's the only thing that you want to talk about because that's the sort of problem and that's what you're trying to fix. But you're not going to fix it by like threatening and you're not going to fix it by taking stuff away. You, you sort of build her back up by like showing incredible interest in the stuff that gives her pride. Yeah. Does that help? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I didn't even think of that. You're going to be able to, uh, to transition and switch up the approach? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Today, then, as soon as she wakes up, and with and with the and with the bullying, I mean, don't and, don't come yeah. out of her as soon as she yeah, wakes up. No, no. She's not gonna be in the She's mood. She's eleven. Taekwondo, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, and, and with the and with the bullying stuff, like talk to the teacher. Yeah. they know they know what's going on. Teachers know everything that's going on. They see it all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, talk, get a make an appointment with the teacher. Talk to the teacher. Yeah, yeah. I will. And and don't and you don't even have to have her with you. Just just so you can get a handle on what's going on at that school. Yeah, it'd probably be better without her. Yeah. Yeah, and you're fine to do that. Yeah. Okay, but don't threats don't work. Yeah, we found that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's also 11. You have to think back. You probably don't remember, but you were 11 once, and you probably gave Just your parents like, hormones are a going bit of hell. crazy. And like 11 is so hard for girls, man. 11 is really tough for girls. Really yeah, tough. I was the worst. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> eleven. Is you gotta like they are going through. There's like there's stuff going on inside of an eleven year old girl that like oh my god like you can't yeah. you can't even begin to understand you can't yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. thank you All just right, change love. up the approach Melissa thank you I will okay. have a wonderful day thanks you too bye Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss well he did it oh. We knew it was going to happen. LeBron James. This season. Yeah. But LeBron James is now the lead scorer in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Overall, 38,330, uh, sorry, wow. 38,388 points. Yeah. This That's went crazy. down last night. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron stands alone. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. Pretty crazy. Took and, him 20 years. And did they let him give a speech in the middle of the game? They did. They there did. Was, there, there was like 30 seconds left in the third quarter. <laughs> no, it and was they gave ten, him a, and they gave no, him like no, 10 no. seconds or something It was like that. 10 seconds yeah, left yeah, yeah. in the third quarter. Let me tell you. <laughs> and they handed him the mic? Mm. Can I tell you, so when weird. he hit the shot, right, it yeah. was like the Lakers won the championship. Because people started filing out onto the court. Oh my Media God. was all out there. Yeah. His entire family came out there. Right, everyone was surrounding him. He was like, they paused the game. And he was like taking pictures with his kids and yeah. stuff. 
That's crazy. It was, and then, That's crazy and, to well, me. But here's the thing. So then the Lakers end up losing that game. Yeah. Oh, no. They had to play yeah. the rest of the game, they right? And they lost. They needed to win, too. And they did need oh. to win, huh? And they had to Damn. win. Yeah. So here is, uh, here's LeBron. I just want to say um, you know, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. To be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the to the captain, please. Um, to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever in a million years uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, man, thank you guys. And uh, I guess Drake sent him a video. Oh my god. Did you see this? So it's Drake and he has like a green screen set up behind him and he's pretending to be like back in LeBron's hometown and then the green screen falls and it's just all women behind anyway, listen to this. LeBron, what a legendary night in NBA history. You're breaking the all-time scoring record. And to honor that, I had to come back to the place that it all started, Akron, Ohio. Every journey has its beginning. And tonight. Oh, uh, and the green screen falls. Yeah. And he's in a club. I lied. I lied to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually still at the club in Miami, but definitely all the girls say congrats, though, right, girls? Congrats, right? Congrats. <laughs> Yo. That was amazing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh my God! Hi. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm uh, I am in the middle of looking for an apartment, and I've been packing all night, and I just wanted to like hear my favorite guys. Okay, what's your name? Mia. Uh, Mia said this through text. I'm going through a breakup, and I'm packing to move from my exes. Oh. And the podcast has yeah. been keeping me going. So, um, what happened? Honestly, it's just one of those things that, like, it kind of started to just not work out. You just kind of saw you were going down different directions, yeah. and um, it just, it, it literally happened yesterday. So, I Wait, Yesterday, is it you, like, you guys just broke up yesterday? Oh, yeah, and I, everything has been packed. I, I went to bed at one, and I woke up, like, half an hour ago to, to find, like, a, a unit and a truck, um, so it's been a long night. So you were pretty convinced then that this was it, right? Yeah. It, it, I think we both knew for a little while. Um, and it just had been rocky. Um, and and it, it's hard. Um, I can't believe I'm not even crying now. <laughs> How long were you guys but, together uh, for? It's been a year and a month at this point. And a year and a month. How long have you lived together for? We moved in after like four weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what happened in the relationship? How soon after you guys moved in together did things start to go downhill? And what was it that, that started um, kind of the snowball effect? Um, 
you know what? It was, it's only, it's been the last, like I would say three months where it was just constant argument, like um, constant disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have like the high moments every day, right? So you, you, you kind of like think, you know, let's like fight for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we tried all the conversations, like let's communicate better, let's do this. And none of it worked. So it was like, what, like, what do you keep doing? Right. So where are you going? Uh, I don't know. Um, I have some friends that uh, were very kind uh, to to offer their place for the moment. Um, but I've been looking around and I see some apartments kind of that I'm thinking of going to. Um, kind of more of just a quick last minute decision. <laughs> so when you guys officially called it quits, like who called it quits? Was it you that said, I'm done and I'm out of here? Or did he say, yeah. I think, okay, so you said that. And then what was his response? Did he try to uh, convince was, you to stay? No, it was basically like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's. So yeah. where's he now? Like you've been up all night packing. Uh, he's at work now. <laughs> he just left. Um, oh, so I texted you guys. Where did you sleep last night? Like in the, on, the, on the on couch? the couch? On the couch, eh? Yeah, I slept on the couch. All my stuff's just like in the living room, and all like boxes and bags i don't know what's in what what did he say to you before he left for work this morning like was there a goodbye yeah it was like i don't plan to be here when he gets back so we did like a like a you know goodbye goodbye yeah. and what did you say like, like cause this is this was like the the goodbye right yeah um well we had a huge talk last night and i think we said everything that needed to be said last night so this morning it was just kind of like oh this I'm like, this kind of might be our goodbye. Um, just went and gave him a hug. And he's like, if you need anything, let me know. And it was just very to the point. Goodbye. Wow. But last night, everything that needed to be said, needs to be said. We kind of said, like, how did it get here? What happened? And did the whole did, uh, deconstruction of it. But I just feel like so lost right now, you know, in your whole life in like one day. Of course. Yeah, but I had the podcast going the whole time I was packing, so oh, oh it was good. God. And we're talking like old episodes, like I was episode like fifty something. So oh wow, <laughs> we went back, we went back because you guys like honestly, anytime I've had a bad day and like nothing makes me laugh, you guys make me laugh. Yeah. And everybody says this, but you guys like bring a smile to people's faces, like when they need it. Yeah, and. That's just like you, you do that for so many people. Um, oh, and I don't think you guys realize how important that is. Or, you know, I know you realize it, but I mean, just mean like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Mia. Tough, huh? Well, thank you so much um, for listening to the show and for making the podcast a part of your life. We're sorry that you're, you're going through what it is you're going through. Thank you. Thank you for calling me. It means the world. Um, is there is there one song that we could play for you that would be like your hype up anthem, your girl anthem, the anti breakup oh. anthem that would just put you into an even better mood right now? Oh my god! Okay, um, this is not in the direction you are going, but if you can play anything with Machine Gun Kelly, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> oh be girl, honest. hell no! <laughs> no thank you. No, uh-uh. no, no, Machine Gun Kelly. No wonder he dumped you. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are probably fighting over taste of music. <laughs> you got terrible taste of music. I wouldn't want to live with you either. Oh, my God. And I would play it all the time. Hold but on. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for calling. All right. Okay, all the best, Mia. Thank you. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
I don't think I've ever been so or as mad as this guy in Surrey, BC, freaking out in a Tim Hortons drive-thru. What's he freaking out about? This guy was so, so livid. And it was the driver behind him in line that uh, was filming on his phone. Mm. But listen to this guy. Gentlemen, if you're over here, extra large, dark roast, double double, espresso. Figure the f*** out. Too much espresso. So he finally gets his coffee okay, and so he takes off. So, okay, so hold on here. Break this down for me. So what was the issue? Like, so, who is he? Is he yelling into the speaker or is he yelling at the window? So he's in his black pickup truck at the window waiting for his coffee. Okay. Which, by the way, he asked for an extra large yeah. dark roast double-double espresso. Okay. That so, seems extreme to me. He seems like the kind of guy that needs that. Like, no, he didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> he needs a lemon bum tea. He, he needs to fix whatever's going on in his life. Whoever did not want to give that to him did all other people in that man's life a huge favor, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think, like, I have, I've been. But, I don't, but what was the issue, though? Like, were they being jerks to I, him? Like, were they. So they the story it? doesn't say. I What I think is happening mm. in this situation is that it, they were taking too long. And he was just like, it's a drive-thru, you order, by the time you get to the window, your order is ready for pickup. I know, but what are you right? doing? What are you doing ordering that at the window, right? That's like a drink that doesn't sound, that's not, that's not on there. it's not a natural thing for them to be making, is it? Extra large, dark roast, double-double espresso. Is that normal? Is yeah, that, that is a normal, normal drink? That is normal. Yeah, that's yeah. normal. Yeah. But it depends I, on the time of the day. Like, if he's yeah. there at like 8 a.m., wait a minute. Like, I okay. assume that in this scenario, maybe they were taking a little bit longer because yeah. inside is packed, that they're trying to fill orders, plus the drive through is back the hell up. Right. Right? right. Like, trust me, I've been frustrated before waiting in the drive through but not that frustrated <laughs> where I'm yelling at the poor person <laughs> who's, like, working there, trying to do a million things at the same time. Extra large, dark also, he says espresso. I know, I know. I wouldn't give it to him just based on that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were just like, sorry, sir. We don't serve that. We don't have that. I don't know what you're saying. Maybe you want to try again. <laughs> oh, no. Extra large, dark roast, double-double, espresso. Sorry, sir. You might want to try the library for that drink. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Liz. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. Uh, you sound like in pretty good spirits. What's going on? Why are you reaching out to us? <laughs> 
Well, I think I might be making a terrible mistake with a long-distance relationship. Yeah. You wrote us this. Uh, Raza Mocha fixed my life. I've been talking to someone overseas. He's 20 years younger than me, but has the dream to locate with me here in Canada. The problem is uh, I don't and can't have kids. He's mentioned that he would like to despite my age. Uh, do I abort this relationship as he might have doubts later on? I've been completely honest and straightforward with the situation. I don't want to waste my time on a soon-to-be-failed relationship. So Should I stop talking to him? It's been a month. Liz. Okay, so explain this to me. So go, let's go through this here real quick. So you've been talking to a guy who's... Tw- How old are you? I'm 44 and he's 27. And we've been talking for three months since I went back on vacation three months ago. But for the last month, we've been talking about him relocating with me here. Okay. And have you met him? Oh, of course. We uh, spent a couple of days together on a business trip. Okay. That's how I met him. Okay. A couple of days together. Yes. So after a couple of days and then a bunch of chatting and whatever else, you three got months. three months. Okay. Um, and you said that you don't have kids. I have two big kids already. Oh. And I don't want any more. Okay. Oh, so wait the, a way, the way this was written... It said that you, uh, you, that he wants kids that you don't and that you can't have kids. Yeah, anymore because of my age. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. okay. So, okay. So you have grown kids. Yeah. How How old are they? Um, late twenties. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. So he said that he's fine with not having kids, but you're worried that he's going to get here and then he's going to want kids and then this whole thing is going to blow up, right? Exactly. Okay. Remind us again, how many times have you seen the guy? Just that one time when it was a business trip? Uh, We spent like maybe about five days out of a two-week uh, vacation together. Okay. And we've been speaking every day, multiple times a day for three months now. So uh, where does he live? A lot. He lives in Miami. Okay. Liz? FYI, that's not overseas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Liz, so you love this guy? I care for him a lot. He's a perfect gentleman. But, uh, what does he want from flag. you? What does he want from you? What is a 20, what is a 20 year old or what is a 20 something year old in, in Florida want with a 40 something mom of two in Canada? What does he want with you? I told him I'm not taking care of him. So if he comes up here, everything's 50-50. So he wants the relationship. So what's going on? He's The, the plan is if he were to move to Canada, he's moving in with you? Yeah. And your kids? No, my kids live on their own. Has he ever asked you for money? Never. He's always paid for everything. Hmm. Okay, I don't... Listen, I, Are you I, sure this guy's not like playing around? Not catfishing, but like playing a game? Okay, so you think he's fishing? No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Like, it just seems... It, it's odd. That you, you met him, like, you, on a, you know, you guys had this whirlwind five days together, and then you've been chatting for a few months, and all of a sudden, he's like, you're my everything, I want to move to Canada? Uh, he said he had plans from before. He has relatives that already live up here, so he said he had plans from before to relocate. Have you talked to those relatives up here? Mm, I talked to them through three-way, but not for a long time. What does he do for a living that he can just pick up and leave? Well, obviously, he'd have to leave his whole life, so he would have to change jobs. No, but what does he do for a living right now? In construction. Okay. Is he in school or anything, or he's out of school? Out of school. Yeah. I what do your kids uh, think about this? Have you talked to them about it? Yeah, I did. And uh, they listened to my concerns and they basically just said, uh, uh, you have concerns. It's true. You have concerns. What's the age difference between your oldest kid and this guy? Uh, 
four years. He's older. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, these are, these are weird. I, I, it has really nothing to do with anything. This guy may be hustling you. He may not be hustling you. I just think that you're making an irrational decision based on five days with somebody and then some FaceTiming that you're willing to say, Hey, yes, leave your entire life behind in Florida and move here with me. Like you can say, Hey, listen, if you are planning on moving here anyway, Move, get an apartment, and we'll date in the same city. True. Good advice. Right? Like, why does he have to move right in with you? Why don't you float the idea? Why don't, if you're willing to leave, and this was always your plan before you even met me, then have at it. You at least have a great friend up here, and you know we get along. Could be your girlfriend. Care about you a lot. Why don't you leave your entire life, come up here, and find an apartment? And then why don't we just be boyfriend, girlfriend? That sounds great to me. See what he says. But, See what he but says. Should I even, but should I even say that considering that uh, he made one comment about, uh, oh, you have two boys. Uh, how come you haven't tried for a girl? And uh, oh. then he made another comment. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. And then, what? And what? Then he made another comment in a three-way call with a group setting saying just uh, two days ago that uh, he hasn't had any kids because he hasn't accomplished anything yet. So yet means yeah. there's a possibility okay. that he's Okay, well, again, all information that would have been helpful at the beginning of the yeah. conversation. <laughs> Yo, you just hit two massive red flags right there. Liz. Yeah, just, I don't know. I don't this think isn't this is for, you. for you. It's not for you. Yeah, it's not for goodbye. you. Say goodbye. It's not going to, okay. it's, yeah, yeah. Get yourself out of this. Okay. Uh, okay. All of this just screams trouble. Yeah, it's not going to work out. It's just, it's no. all bad news. No. You, don't, you, you want a guy who says stuff like that to you to move in? With you? No. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling, Liz, that you've been doubting um, already, (laughs) and you just needed confirmation from people that that you don't know, like two people who are not in your life. Yeah. I did. I did. I was waiting for this call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not for you. This ain't the guy. Thank you so much. All right, right, Liz. Love you. Bye. 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 Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Love Alison Brie so much. She's the best. She's in a new movie that she wrote, produced, and directed with her husband, Dave Franco. The two of them together are so good. Like, Uh, it's been a long time since we had, like, a really great, like, husband and wife duo. uh Uh-huh. Trying to think of who else there was. Like, in, in comedy, there's been many, but they're, like, my favorite. They're so good. Yeah. Uh, this movie is on Prime Video tomorrow, by the way, called Somebody I Used to Know. So Allison Bree goes back to the town that she grew up in, mm. and her ex-boyfriend is still there. Damn. Her ex-boyfriend, however, is engaged to be married. But Allison Bree still has feelings for the ex-boyfriend. The ex-boyfriend still has feelings for Allison Bree. That's messy. But then Allison Brie becomes friends with the ex-boyfriend's fiance. That's messy. The fiance, based on the trailer that I saw, mm-hmm. the fiance seems to now have feelings for Allison Brie, that's, and she seems to have feelings for the fiance. That's as well. messy. Oh my god, dude! The movie <laughs> and the movie is funny. Yeah, the movie is very, very funny. I love it. Uh, David Morey caught up with Allison Brie, and of course. 
had to, as he always does, makes things super weird. Uh, I'm a gay, and I've had the biggest crush on your husband for years. I just need you to know that. I once told him in person that he is the hot Franco, and if he ever decides to change teams, can I please be first in line? Wow. Just saying. Oh, my God. I mean, you have my permission. You'll oh. you'll you'll need to get his consent as well. Mm-hmm. But this is not an uncommon thing for me to hear, this and I support it. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I just got that off my chest. I hope everything is cool between us. Oh, yeah. I feel even closer to you now. Yay! Um, so the one thing that, Maury, you <laughs> failed to mention to Alison Brie... Yeah, not once in there. ...is the fact that you, sir, are married and have been married for years. Yep. I don't think that was important to the conversation. You don't think that was important... No, I, I feel as though that would have ruined things. <laughs> ruined what? I'm starting to think that the marriage is ruining things. <laughs> <laughs> Yours, not hers. There's oh, okay. uh, there's one part in the in the trailer where Alison Brie and the fiance, uh, the ex's fiance, mm. they decide to strip down and run across a golf course when other people are playing. Dude, on this the is the mo- this is Streaking. the poster for the movie. Streaking, love it. So they were streaking, and the movie poster yeah. is a shot of Alison Brie completely nude, okay. but then the letters are obviously gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, covering up all the bits. Okay, Alison, we got to talk about the poster for this movie. The poster for this movie is, one of the posters is absolutely incredible. You running through a field naked. My question for you is this, because you look absolutely incredible in, in that poster. How do you run through a field naked and still cover all of the front and back bits? You have to carry a huge title card with the name of your film uh-huh. at all times, just covering the bits. I mean, let me tell you, we have like a-, a thousand photos from this actual naked photo shoot that I did the day that we shot the streaking scene. And, uh, you know, painstaking efforts were taken to cover all the bits. The bits are not covered in the original yeah. photos. Wow. Alison Brie talking about uh, new Prime Video movie that comes out tomorrow called Somebody I Used to Know. And then how did y'all start get talking about dating? Oh, because like she's a producer for like, in the movie, she's like a producer for like a dating show. Oh, oh gotcha. that's gotcha. what it was. Okay, because uh, I know she's they never said like in the trailer. I know she's a yeah, TV yeah, producer. Yeah. I didn't know she produced what was it dating like a dating show. Like, oh, a dating like show. That. Is this where you told her you were married or no? She could have looked at my hand. Okay. I was wearing a wedding Okay, ring. gotcha. Your hands were clearly not in the shot <laughs> on the screen when you're talking to Alison Brie. Uh, there are so many reality dating shows out there on television now. Which reality dating show would you love to be on and think you would do so well on? Okay, I gotta say Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. Wait, Bachelor in Paradise, that? it's like where they oh, take the everybody who's not ever been The Bachelor or yeah. The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. And they're all on an island and they all like have yeah. sex with each other. Would it's great. It. If I were on Paradise, I would ha- sleep with everybody. I would just be like going to the boom boom room all the time. Like that's how to do Paradise. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, is one. so fun. Yeah. You have to watch this movie. It's on Prime Video tomorrow called Somebody I Used to Know. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.